0: Welcome to Everything and Anything, where nothing's left off the table.
1: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to our first episode of 2021. We're your hosts, Mitchell Hallett. And I'm Austin Peters. And this is Everything and Anything, where nothing's left off the table, a podcast that is artistic, yet acceptable to a wide audience. Stay foxy, ladies. And if you don't know that,
0: that's from Wayne's World.
1: Wayne's World good old Wayne's World but we've we've been told
0: we look like Wayne's World or we should do a Wayne's World duo so that we've we've been told
1: that that. shout out to Bonnie so we thought we'd throw that in there um but also we are back our first episode of 2021
0: indeed we are sorry it took so long everybody but with us going back to school and everything which kind of makes sure we're getting settled in and now we're getting back to everything
1: With holidays and going back to school and gatherings and all this stuff, it just, we weren't able to make it work, but we are finally back here in February, whatever, the second week in February, we're finally back and we're hoping we're going to bring you guys some very good topics. Uh, Going off of that though, we want to thank you guys for the support in 2020. Uh, It was our first couple months getting started here in the podcast industry. Uh, It was a fun couple months. We had some good memories. It was. It it was a lot of fun, Um, Mm -hmm. but you know what? We're ready to get 2021 started, ready to put 2020 in the rearview mirror, like we said in our last episode, and we are going head on into 2021. Christian cool set. we're on our way. Exactly. We're we're on our way to a hopefully better 2021. Um, Mm -hmm. We also want to shout out, uh, we're not shout out, but just make a little PSA in there. Keep us posted on our Facebook or Instagram because we did get that Instagram finally made. Um, I I think we made that back in like November or something like that, but yeah. uh, DM us on Facebook or Instagram to keep us posted uh, on some topics that you would like to hear about or any questions that you have for us. uh, Anything that you want us to talk about. Again, this is everything and anything where nothing's left off the table. So do not be shy. Do not be afraid. Send us any message. And we will talk about it, except for politics, like we already talked about in one of our episodes. <laughs> but as for that, let's, uh, let's dive right into our new 2021 special. Um, I'm going to get started on NASCAR. We have a couple other topics. There are some big events that happened this past weekend, um, but let's dive right on into it. So going off of NASCAR, uh, Daytona Speed Week starts this week. It actually just started today at like 6.30 uh, Central Time. Yep, yep. Uh, the 500 <laughs> is this weekend uh very i'm very very excited for the daytona 500 uh hoping to see if chase can go back to back on his championships chase is my guy from you guys listening previously you guys probably know that um but like i said the bush clash was tonight it's not a point race it's just money a trophy and for bragging rights chase had to go to the rear of the field because of a unapproved modification made to his car Uh, his crew chief Alan Gustafson didn't think that something on his car was quite right so they made the change which got them sent to the rear of the field Uh, they're running under a whole new aerodynamic system at this track Um, and for the first time ever too they were racing at a road course for the bush clash which is the first time they've raced like I said at the road course for the bush clash that's been going on for 60 years I think or something like that it's been going on for a long time so it being the first time on the road course, uh, it was nothing shy of entertainment. There's all these people on Facebook that are saying that the race was terrible, it's God awful, most boring race they have ever watched. Screw you guys saying that on Facebook. It was a damn good race. There was nothing short of excitement. Maybe the first whatever 10 laps of the race were, but other than that, it was a great race. And it's also a great practice for in two weeks for the road course race that they're going to at Daytona, which will actually be for points. So they were able to get the rust off their, off of them. They were able to go out there, beat and bang, do some stuff and get prepared for the race in two weeks. Uh, but with no points on the line, the drivers were aggressive. They were very aggressive. Uh, it was a very exciting race to watch and it was very great to be back at the track. There was lots of bumping each other, getting in the back of one another, uh, on the second restart, Ryan Blaney blew past the first turn. Uh, Kyle, or Kurt Busch blew past the first turn. And it looked like he just kept going on the gas and forgot the turn was there. Um, so he had to turn back around and get back on the track. Harvick, he went into the grass as well. Uh, this is becoming a track. The road course is becoming a track that uh, does not fit Harvick's style because <laughs> last time they were there, they uh, did the same thing. They went in the grass in the same spot. So not thinking Harvick's liking this track. Cole Custer's brakes too. And the underbody of his car caught on fire during the race. So he well, had <laughs> Yeah, that's not good at all. Um, but in the end, Kyle Busch won the action-packed last lap of the race with a last lap pass. Chase Elliott, who drove from the back of the field to the front, and Ryan Blaney were duking it out on the last lap. Uh, Chase dive-bombed into the corners, uh, which, I mean, you do what you do when you got when you're going up for a win. Uh, I would have done the same exact thing. He dive-bombed into the corners, caught up to Ryan Blaney. Last corner, Ryan Blaney had a little mess up and uh, Chase dive-bombed it in that corner and door slammed Ryan Blaney, who's actually his very, very good buddy, uh, off the track, apparently not on the track anymore. Uh, <laughs> and Kyle Busch drove off with the uh, with more momentum and ended up winning the race. So, it, it, overall, it was a very action packed race, so i don 't care what the people and the haters are saying on Facebook. It was a very, very good race, even though with this race there 's no points involved. They still want to try to keep the car whole and in one piece hopefully yeah daytona is known for you know ripping apart cars and the big one and all that stuff, and so they, they, they want to keep the cars whole. Um, throughout the whole week because they are racing for qualifying and the duels, which is also qualifying. Um, and then they have practice. And then they have the 500 on Sunday. If they wreck mm-hmm. one of those cars, they go to a backup car. They wreck the backup car. They go to one of the, the clash cars or one of the other cars that they brought for that weekend that they raced. So they do not mm-hmm. want to wreck those cars or severely wreck those cars that they brought to the racetrack. Cause that's, they only got those three cars, three or four cars or whatever. So they can't wreck those things. As far as my predictions for the 500 that's coming up on Sunday that I'm super stoked for on Valentine's Day, I'll be spending it watching the Daytona 500. I'm living solo right now, no girlfriend. So (laughs) I'm going to be watching the Daytona 500 with my dad and my mom. And uh, it'll be a good time. But my predictions, I don't see how you can't overlook Denny Hamlin, who has won two in a row now and has won three out of the last four Daytona 500s. Oh. I, I just don't see how you can overlook him. He's always in the mix for a win at Daytona or any restrictor plate race to, to say the least. But I, I just don't see how you can overlook him. Chase Elliott, he honestly, he's always really strong at the restrictor plate races, but he always gets caught up in those dang big, the big wrecks. So I, I mean, you can't count him out either, but Denny Hamlin seems to always make it through somehow. So I'm going with Danny Hamlin, uh, even though he's a Toyota driver. I usually I stick to my Chevys, but he's, I, you, just can't, you can't go against the odds there. Um, and then I'm going for a long shot here, a long shot for the predictions for the championship four, and then who's going to be the champion. I'm going to go out on a bang right now, and I'm going to predict those things right now, and I'm going to see what happens. Well, we'll see. You were right the last time. I was right last time, and I, I – and I mean, there was a little bias, like I said, but, I mean, I knew it could happen. But uh, my predictions for the championship four, I think it's going to be Kevin Harvick. He won nine races last year, ended up getting kicked out in the round of eight. Uh, he just didn't have momentum in the playoffs. But I think that's – I think he's going to be more pissed off about last year and mm-hmm. come in and be like, I'm going to show these guys what's going to happen. Uh, I have Chase Elliott in there again. He's always gotten to the round of eight. And that was his first year getting to the round of four. He's always almost made it to the round of four, and last year it happened, and he became the champion. And then I say Denny Hamlin and Martin Truex Jr. I mean, they're always in the mix every weekend. So I think that's my final four. And I'm gonna say Kevin Harvick will come out on top, but I also think Chase Elliott could come out on top. I really do. I, I 100% think I do. He could. So just we'll a, a little biased. A little biased, yes. Yeah, but we'll we'll see what happens. Um, and my final little stunt here. Uh what I'm excited for the most this season, there's a lot of changes in NASCAR this season. A lot of schedule changes, a lot, some races that aren't in the schedule this year. Um so I'm very excited to see what happens. Uh the most thing I'm most excited for is they are changing the half mile uh short track Bristol race into a dirt track for the first time for the NASCAR Cup Series. Hmm. So the NASCAR cup series is going to be racing on dirt. Huh. It's been really cool seeing them put it all together. They're pouring truckloads and truckloads of dirt into that track and getting it all ready. Uh, I'm really excited for that race. I think come like April or something like that. So we'll see how that goes. I'm also excited to see how Michael Jordan and Denny Hamelin's 2311 team does this, this year, as Michael Jordan has obviously joined NASCAR now with Denny Hamelin uh, and it's an affiliate of Joe Gibbs racing. So we'll see what happens. They have, Bubba Wallace Jr. in the car. He hasn't performed in the past, but he also hasn't had good equipment to perform, and now he does. So we'll see if he lives up to that hype. Personally, I don't really know if he will. I kind of don't think he will, but who knows? We'll see. He has good equipment. So, uh, and my last thing I'm really excited for: more road course races. I love road course races. Chase Elliott loves road course races. He's won the four, the last four road course races in a row. So I'm all hyped up for those road course races. (laughs) But after that, we're going to go on to the Super Bowl. Yes, we are. Um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Kansas City Chiefs, they played together for the Super Bowl this past Sunday. Tampa Bay think... came out dominating. Uh, they won 31-9 to against the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. Who To start off with, who did you want to win, Austin?
0: Honestly, they, I, these weren't two of my teams that I really wanted to be in the Super Bowl, but if I had to choose anybody, I was going with the Chiefs.
1: Just I would be- agree with just you. Just
0: because, um, I don't know, I, I, didn't, I watched the game a little bit on and off. Didn't, honestly, this game was kind of boring to me. It wasn't really all that, but um, watch me get hate for it. But <laughs> I'm pretty sure, don't quote me on the hard way, I'm pretty sure the kicker put all the points on the board for the Chiefs.
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure about say. that, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I'm with you there. I wanted the Chiefs to win um mm-hmm. I didn't want both of them in there yeah either the Bears or honestly I could go with the Packers too because I'm a Wisconsin fan so you know I could go with the Packers It's much hate as I'll probably get for that but um well I'm, I'm surprising the Bears didn't somehow make it to the playoffs this year but <laughs> I, I, I they made it on a lot. they made it by losing a game oh yeah. but anywho <laughs> yeah. um i i wanted the chiefs to win they have a person from sycamore which is around our area that was on their team still that won the super bowl last year with them he was on it this year too uh so i was like oh a little hometown spirit there i'll go for the chiefs mm-hmm. uh, and i think it's time for somebody else to win besides brady i <laughs> <laughs> just i'm tired of it but uh yeah i wanted the chiefs to win and personally just like you said i thought the game was honestly quite boring i thought it was one of the more boring super bowl games that i've watched
0: yeah um but I will say, the, one of the funniest parts was the streaker, the, the guy that streaker. ran on the field. I did not see that. I saw it afterwards on Facebook. My mom was laughing. She's like, you got to watch this. And I watched it. And the guy was just, you know, running out in shorts and some very, very
1: weird type of – I don't even know what that it was It looked like some, like, swim-type uniform thing. Yeah. And he was just
0: running on the field.
1: He, he was having some... a good time. Huh?
0: He was having a good time. He was, and he, and he dodged some of the security there, and then he just got totally... He got he gets, he rammed. rammed. <laughs> yeah. um,
1: but I, uh, I actually I found a story behind that, though. Yes, you did. You're telling me about that. A- so I found a story about the streaker, and so I, I, I was on Facebook, and I saw a picture that was becoming like viral. It was of this guy who actually met the streaker at a restaurant the next day, uh, and he found out that the streaker at the Super Bowl he actually betted $50,000 on a prop bet at plus 750 that there would be a streaker at the Super Bowl. His buddy went out first as a diversion so that he didn't get caught as fast as his buddy would. Um, It ended up costing him $1,000 to get out of jail. So he ended up clearing $374,000 on this bet that somebody was going to streak, which ended up being him.
0: But is he, is he not allowed at any more NFL games? Like, I feel like there's going to be, like, NFL's like, okay, you can't come back anymore.
1: I have no idea, but personally, I wouldn't care. I got $374,000 more <laughs> Like, whatever. We'll see. Ya. I would say he – that was <laughs> – That's – I – that – honestly, if I made that bet and nobody had streaked by whatever it was, the fourth quarter, whatever it was, I would have done it my, myself as well. <laughs> like <laughs> – if you're going to make three hundred seventy-four thousand dollars, like well, we'll see ya.
0: He was like Forrest Gump when he was on the football field. He's running from the guys. He's like, I was, I was running. running. <laughs> he was running from running. the security, <laughs> and I made money.
1: So it, I yeah, I would have done it as well. Um, surprised he came. I, surprised he came out with three hundred seventy-four thousand dollars, and it only cost him a thousand dollars to get out of jail, but. I mean, crazy times. Crazy times at the Super Bowl. <laughs> right. yeah, it was more interesting than the game, but... You know it was. It. <laughs> but let's get into the halftime show. What I were was, your thoughts, personally, before you heard the meaning behind the Super Bowl halftime show? What was, what was your thoughts of the Super Bowl halftime? wasn't you heard anything?
0: A, yeah, so I don't know if any, anybody who's listening. There's, like, a meaning behind it, but I didn't know about the meaning before I saw the um, halftime show. I wasn't a very big fan. I mean, I like The Weeknd. I like his music, some of his music. Um, I was actually really looking forward to this halftime show. And I was kind of, it didn't really interest me. Um, But it wasn't definitely, it definitely was not the worst halftime show by any means from what I've seen. Um, But after hearing the meaning behind it, which Mitchell and I will get into in a little bit, it was actually pretty neat on what he did and why he did it. But Mitchell, what was your thoughts about it?
1: My thoughts before I knew anything about the whole meaning behind it, I was at a Super Bowl party um, with all my buddies here at college, and we all throughout the whole halftime show, we all throughout the whole halftime show were like, what the heck is going on during this show? And then after the show was over, we were like, that was the worst halftime show we've seen, or one of the worst <laughs> at least. Like It was god-awful in our opinions when we watched it. When we, when we were watching it live, didn't know any meaning behind it. And we were just kind of dumbfounded. We were like, because I was like, just like you, I was like, I was look really looking forward to seeing the weekend at the halftime show. I, I like some of their music, not all of it. I like some of it though. I thought they were going to be killer out there. And I was not impressed at all. I thought it was honestly pretty lame when I was, yeah. when, when I was watching it live, I thought it was pretty lame. It was boring. I got up and grabbed another beer and grabbed another piece of pizza. Like it was just, I was not intrigued by it at all. Yeah. I wasn't too enthused.
0: Then we then the next day I saw there was a video of the meaning behind it and it was pretty neat. Now don't quote me on this. This is not the I didn't see officially the weekend coming out and saying about this, but just from what people talking about, pretty much the meaning behind it was that Hollywood is kind of correct me if I'm wrong. Mitchell has changed him, and yeah. Like how it how it's taken a negative effect on him. So like the blinding lights, you know, blinding him. What he's become. And then what so when I first saw the dancers on the football field, I was like, what are they wearing? It looks like they're like. the I face. was like, why
1: are they waking jo- why are they wearing jock straps on yeah. their face? I was,
0: I was kinda like, what is it? But then I saw that um he apparently had some type of surgery or whatever. Yeah, he got and plastic surgery done. Yeah, and like so the things on the people like noses and forehead, it was actually what he had to wear well after the surgery. And yeah. then obviously with COVID, they had to wear a mask. So that just made it look like it was underwear. But yeah. it was kind of neat. Um, I don't know. If I have saw the video on TikTok. So if anybody can go watch it and see it, it was pretty cool. It was a pretty cool meaning
1: behind it. I found so. And even after I saw the meaning, like, it's cool. It's cool that they put the meaning into it. But nobody really knew about it when it was going on. So I did find a quote from The Weeknd themselves. For me, even after hearing the meaning, I don't. Like It's cool and everything. The whole meaning behind it is really cool. It's pretty cool that they're able to incorporate that into the halftime show. But nobody knew about it. So it was like when you were watching it, you had no idea what was going on. And nobody knew until after the fact. So yeah. there should have been something where you were able to know what was going on somehow. Or for those people that did not know what happened in the weekend and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you hear the meaning, it is a little cooler what they did. I found a quote from The Weeknd where they said that significance of the entire head bandages is reflecting on the absurd culture of Hollywood celebrities and people manipulating themselves for superficial reasons to please and be validated is what The Weeknd stated.
0: So what I'm getting from that is how people in Hollywood have to
1: make themselves different to people for people to like them?
0: That's, is that what I'm getting from that?
1: That's kind of what I was getting from that. I just like, everybody in Hollywood has to go through with their whole plastic surgery and make themselves look drop dead gorgeous and all this stuff and he doesn't like it it almost comes it, it's coming across that he doesn't like that at all that you shouldn't have to do that when you're in Hollywood which I would also say is kind of similar you and I had this conversation to and this is going to lead into our next conver- our next topic as well yeah um but this is kind of similar to what has been Said about Morgan Wallen's new hit song, Living a Dream, um, where he, it has actually been said that it's about how everybody thinks they are living this great life in Hollywood and Nashville and all this stuff, when it's actually tearing them apart and breaking them down inside. Morgan actually had said, I think it might have been on his TikTok or somewhere, I saw it somewhere, where Morgan had actually said that it has to do with some of the bad thoughts that's actually going through his head. Um, mm-hmm with all this stuff going on with the Nashville and all these people tearing him down. And that is one of the most difficult songs that he actually had to write as he really dove into his emotions for that song. So Mm -hmm. I I think that's kind of similar to what the weekend was doing as well. And trying to point out that, yeah, which I mean, obviously, yes, they're making millions of dollars. So, I mean, it's nice to have millions of dollars, yeah. but you have all these people behind you that are tearing you down and the cities are tearing you down and stuff like that. And they're just trying to show that it's not – that life is not as great as everybody thinks it is. Yes, you may have this nice house, which is really nice to have. But I think that's just what they're trying to come across as. And like I said, it's also leading into our next topic. Which is about the Morgan Wallen incident. The whole Morgan Wallen incident. And this is either where we're going to earn some fans (laughs) – Or we're going to lose some fans on this podcast. Now, now, first and
0: foremost, everybody, Mitchell and I both wanted to say, just get that list out of the way. Here we go. Let's do it. We're not supporting what he said. We think that there needs to be some consequences on him. We're not saying completely cancel, but we're, no, we do not support what he said. We do not support racism in any shape or form
1: at all. We just want to get that out of the way. Just let people know it's not right at all to say that word. Nobody should say that word. We shouldn't live in a world where you say that word to somebody. Yes. So we're not condemning him for doing that and saying that it's a good thing that he did that. Yeah. But we're going to back up some reasons as to why he shouldn't be canceled. Yes. Because it happens once in a while. So uh, and th- a lot of yes. famous people. And so I guess let's go ahead and just dive right into what, ex- what exactly happened that night.
0: Okay, so I'm pretty sure everybody kind of has a good idea what happened, but just to give some prior knowledge, Morgan Wall and his friends came home from a bar drunk. They took an Uber and they got home and I believe his friend and him were walking inside home in his house and yep. the friend had a ring doorbell and his neighbor was, his neighbor had a ring doorbell and his neighbor also was recording cause he was woken up by all the commotion outside. Um, that's when Morgan Wallen was saying a bunch of swear words to his friend who was drunk, he was drunk, swearing a bunch of swear words, and then he said an word. And then um, his neighbor sold a video to paparazzi and then this all came out. So obviously, like I said before, we do not support racism at all. We're not, we think that there should be some consequences for Morgan Wallen. You know, he's had some issues in the past with his drinking and partying just like every other celebrity and celebrity in Hollywood. And that's, another thing, songwriter.
1: that's another thing though, too, that and again, it does not make it right at all that. He said it does not make it right. That he went out, did all that against COVID, COVID protocol that he protocol. went out and went against all that COVID protocol this fall and all that stuff. But at the same time, well, not at the same time It's making it sound like I'm saying it's right, but he also is still a young guy. Like he is still kind of like maturing in a way, and we're, and we're talking about that in the terms of the drinking, right? The drinking and just yeah. going out and partying and having fun and stuff like that, not yeah. in the sense of what just happened. Oh, yeah, but because you look back, I don't even click off, but ever, looking back, every there's a
0: majority of singer songwriters have gone through these partying and drinking yeah. phases, and then they get their stuff together. That happens, it happens, and everyone, yeah. And everyone I mean, is
1: human, he's still in his 20s
0: i think he's like yeah. 27 or 28 or something like that yeah and we're not saying go out party and be stupid you know we're not saying that but we are saying everyone is human and everybody has faults and you know but and that's just talking about the drinking not what he
1: said but let, let, let's so what are your thoughts first off and i have some thoughts on this too that can relate to my passion at nascar as well of what happened but go ahead with your thoughts first
0: So when I first saw this, you know, and everybody's now saying, oh, cancel Morgan Wall, he lost all his like sponsors, he lost his record label, he lost all of that. Okay. You know, and I don't think that's right. Yes, what he said was wrong. Definitely. Was he being, it was wrong, totally wrong. There should be some consequences. Yes. But for him to lose everything over this, I believe is wrong. So Looking at the past, other celebrities have said this word and received either none or very little punishment compared to what Morgan Long's getting. Okay, Justin Bieber said it in a racist joke in 2014, I believe. Um, Jennifer Lopez, I've heard, said this in a song when, and then she got a lot of backlash from viewers and then so her apology to them was a free concert and everybody that complained went to the concert. Yep. So, you know, Complained, got a free concert out of it, and now everything's fine. I guess. Okay. Um. Apparently, Eminem has said it. The rapper has said it before he became famous. There's a video that came out a couple years ago about it, and he said it. Yeah. Um. And then, so here's another thing too. I don't support racism in any shape or form, and I think racism goes both ways. In every, you know, racism and any against any culture, race, religion, any of that is wrong. No one should be racist in any shape or form. Now. Nick Cannon, you know, on a podcast, he called white people and Jewish people evil savages, and that they are closer to animals than anything on a yeah. podcast, and then this is how he truly felt about people. This is how he truly felt about white people, and he got so that he got cancelled and he got fired, but then not even i think it was like not even a year later, he got back on to all of his endorsements. I think yeah. he was still do wild and out the t v show he has I think he was still on that. But anything else, like he does, he's a host for Mass Singer, so I think he was still on that too. Like, well, he got rid of that, he got off of that, and then he got back onto it. So he was even off for a little bit, but got accepted back onto it. And that's how he truly felt. That's how he truly felt about these people. So that's why I'm saying racism is no good in any way, shape, or form against anyone. But now you're looking at all these examples. These are just a few examples that that I have listed. Now, if you're gonna say cancel Morgan Wallen for the word he said, then you should be canceling every everyone else because they said the same exact word. You can't be going against this, okay, this guy said it, but okay, this person said it before and they have received no punishment. What's, what's the difference? If you're gonna cancel him for saying it, then you should be canceling everyone else that has said something racist against anyone during their career. And honestly, that's gonna probably be quite a lot because I listed what, four or five? And just the little research that I've done on it. So, like I said before, what he did was wrong. I don't support it. Racism is bad in every shape and form, but they completely cancel him, I think is wrong. Because like I said before, there's um, singers and songwriters and other celebrities that have said this word and received little to no punishment. And like I said, this is from what I've found. So like, you can't just be, oh, this guy, cancel him when everyone else is just like a slap on the wrist and you're fine obviously i think there needs to be some type of punishment which i think will be good and i know mitchell you have a story about a guy in nascar that said this and he had to do some like some training he had to do some training about it so you can go ahead and talk about that
1: yeah i going off of what you said though too like obviously in like we have reiterated time and time again here right now or not condemning it in any way, saying it's good or saying that it's good that he did that or anything. like we do not support it at all at all. Don't think it should be said. I think too. like it can work work both ways here. I think it just needs to stop in general. But looking at this, like Robert Downey Jr. like he said stuff yeah, like, said he deserved- it' well, never go full retard and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah people he- are going against Donald Trump for saying something that's that has to do with the r word like again it should still work both ways there like and and i don't know i i don't condemn it at all but i don't think that this man morgan wallen should lose his whole career when he's only 28 years old too to lose his whole career from a person taking a video of morgan wallen at his own personal private property going into his house
0: mm-hmm. i don't
1: think that part was right well, it's selling at the that, tmz like i don't think that was right
0: but he's I, in the hot spot too like he's a singer so like he has to always watch out that's my yes thing but at that. the
1: same time like he's still at his house yeah um, and there's always uh, there's i saw a stat that his sales for his uh records or his new album and everything has gone up like 200% or something like that. And I'm seeing people put on Facebook like ridiculing him because that's going up and saying like, they can't believe it and stuff like that. But I mean, negativity drives that type of stuff. And again, it's not right, but I can tell you personally, I have honestly probably listened to Morgan Wallen more because I don't want to lose Morgan Wallen's music. I love Morgan Wallen. I still like Morgan Wallen's music. Yes, it was crappy of him and shitty of him to say that, but I don't think he should lose his whole career. And there's a guy in NASCAR, his name was Kyle Larson. Last year, a quarter of the way in the season, maybe, not even, he got caught on Twitch, I believe it was Twitch or YouTube or something like that, where he was doing the iRacing simulator, racing against all these other people, it was recorded, and he said the N-word while he was racing. Immediately that next day, he lost his sponsorship from Chevy, from McDonald's. He lost his job from um, Chip Ganassi Racing. He was gone. Poof, done. Career like looked like it was gonna be done. But NASCAR stepped up, and they said that they would let him go through sensitivity training. If once he went through the sensitivity training, and they thought that he was truly like better off in himself, and had learned something, and was truly better, that he could come back. Now, day a week from day, less than a week from Daytona 500. He's back racing for Chevy. He's racing for Hendrick Motorsports, and he's going to race in the Daytona Five Hundred with one of the best teams for a chance to win. Yeah. There's always, and I know Morgan Wallen has gone through a lot of second chances here this past half a year with everything with, with that he the, did last fall. Yeah, but and that's gone back against all his drinking stuff too. Yeah, yeah, and that's with his old drinking stuff. Like, and like I said, every celebrity.
0: Yeah, and we'll all think back to you. no celebrities perfect. Majority of celebrities go through that partying and drinking phase, and. You know, and then they're still famous today. But real quick, going back to the Robert Downey Jr. thing, he said that during a movie for the joke, and so I watched a I watched a clip of the Joe Rogan podcast, and he was on, and he was talking about that. He said 90% of people loved him as that role, thought it was funny, and then 10% of people hated him for it. Well, and he even said this. He goes deep down. He goes, he doesn't feel that way truly. You know, he did it for the movie. That's yeah. why. He doesn't truly feel that way. And Robert Downey Jr. is a great guy.
1: Oh, he's phenomenal. I and love he's, Robert he, Downey Jr. He,
0: he does amazing things for charity, for kids. He does amazing things. He did that for a movie role and he got some backlash. But like you said, he truly deep down does not feel that way about what his character had to say.
1: Now, I believe make, really deep down, Morgan Wallen is actually honestly, sincerely sorry for w- what well, he said. Yeah, and he and, came out saying he's sorry, but a lot of people start overlooking that.
0: Yeah, and going back to that too, like, so I mean, like, that's why I tied it in there is he doesn't truly feel like that, that way. He's not, he, I have not seen anything about him being a racist up until he said this word. He was I don't drunk. think he's a racist. I think he was just, like I said, he was drunk, which doesn't make it right, does not make it right. Does not make but, it right at all, but he was just drunk and having fun with his buddies. And, but so he was like, not saying the drunk part was right, but going back to the Nick Cannon, Nick Cannon was completely sober. And that's how he truly felt about people. Yeah. To put that in
1: perspective. So, yeah.
0: I I think there needs to be some punishment done for Morgan Wallen, but I don't think he needs to be completely canceled. Because if you say Morgan Wallen needs to be completely canceled, then any celebrity in the past that has said this word or anything wrong or racist about anyone needs to be canceled and anyone in the future who says it needs to be canceled.
1: Standards need to be set, and they need to be set straight for everybody. But... Like, again, like we said at the very beginning, in the middle, and at the end, all throughout, we do not condemn it at all. We, we don't do not rights, We it. don't support racism. We don't support any of that stuff. Hopefully, we don't lose people off of saying that, um, but we just wanted to put it out there. It was a hot topic, so we figured we would talk about it, give our opinions, and just know we do not condemn it at all. Um, yes. But that we're gonna leave that at that. We're gonna just we're gonna leave it at that. See if anything happens. Hopefully, there. I guess I did hear that Morgan Wallen is able to go through some training type deal or something. Okay, so he probably won't be. And it's just like SiriusXM, the highway. The mm-hmm. what's his name? Bobby Bones, I think it is. He came out with a deal and he said he was like, I love Morgan Wallen as a person, but he was like, this is just a shitty thing that he did. He was like, I still like him. I still like him as a person. I know. I I truly believe that he'll better himself but he was like for right now, I think it's, we'll see you in a little while. Yeah. So I think that's how it's going to be. And I, I mean, that's how it was with Kyle Larson. And that's how, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I don't think he should deserve to lose his, lose his career, but we'll um, leave it leave at in that. The
0: com- yeah. Leave it in the comments too. Everybody. I want to see what you feel if we're right. Or if you disagree, le- disagree, What we said, leave in the comments, how you feel about this situation, but yeah, just give us,
1: give us your opinion, but we're going to leave it at that not go off anymore. Um, and that, my friends, is all we have for our first podcast of 2021. Uh, we we thank you guys for coming back to listen. We know it's been a while; it's been before Christmas, um, but we look forward to a rocking year of yes. podcasting with you guys. Uh, we're hoping 2021 is better than 2020. Yes, and indeed. Put 2020 in the rearview mirror. Like we said at the beginning. The support is greatly appreciated, and if you <laughs> guys, if anybody, if any businesses somehow are listening to this, Ryan Gilland at more G- DMC. Um, <laughs> if you guys are listening to this, just kidding, Ryan, um, if you want to do though, it doesn't matter. Um, uh, if anybody's listening, though, we would love it if anybody would want to sponsor our podcast. We'll give you a shout out. We'll put you on merchandise that we austin and i we've talked about we want to make merchandise we want to get hats we yeah. want to get t-shirts stuff like that so we we would greatly appreciate any support mm-hmm. uh, if anybody wants to support us in that way just send us a message on instagram facebook message myself or austin on facebook uh email us i think the email is on our web page or something like that mm-hmm. but we would greatly appreciate it but well, that's all we got for this episode
0: and if you don't want to sponsor us great but just leave us a like a comment and even share on facebook and a review a review a review would be great just do that for us please and we would really appreciate it
1: we would greatly appreciate it for now that's all we got um leave your comments leave any questions any advice you guys want in our facebook instagram dms but that my friends is all we got for our very first episode of 2021 of everything and anything where nothing's left off the table A podcast that is artistic, yet acceptable (laughs) to a wide audience. Peace (laughs) out, folks. Everything and anything. Was it really left off the table?